Hey TRB fans, Lacey here. Looking for the perfect way to geek out about Star Wars in style? Check out jewelrybrands.shop. They have tons of fashionable ways to show your love for your favorite galaxy far, far away with pins, rings, necklaces, earrings, and more spanning from the Skywalker saga to the Mandalorian. And while you're there, don't forget to use code TRB at checkout for 10% off. So whether you're a Jedi or lean more to the dark side, you won't have to use the force to find awesome stuff at jewelrybrands.shop. mind of questions said master yoda in the empire strikes back and you did that for us on twitter and we're going to answer those questions so welcome everybody to the resistance broadcast i'm john thanks for joining us today uh yeah news has been a little light it's the very last calm before the storm we have disney plus day coming on november 12th um after that we're gonna probably do our fall edition of the state of star wars once we find out uh what the state of star wars is on disney plus day but book of boba fett coming at the end of uh, december and the marketing for that's going to ramp up but right now things have been kind of quiet so we figured let's do an entire episode answering questions about star wars from all of you out there in the resistance and there's some really good ones here that are probably going to create some cool conversations who knows how many minutes we'll spend on each but we have a bunch here and i'm really excited to do that with james and lacy i'm john by the way um what what is going on guys how are you it is november november 1st that means lacy no there's no more months after this for you the time has come yeah <laughs> what <laughs> You it's, said calm it, before the storm, and I was like, "Why is Star Wars replicating my life right now?" <laughs> like, it's real now. It's real. You were you're in the end game, as you've said before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how you doing? I am tired. You're tired. That's okay. That is okay. <laughs> uh, James, what's going on with you, man? Uh, probably not as chaotic, but uh, uh, what'd you do for Halloween? Uh, well, we did. We- we used to do where we're giving out candy and stuff, and I always like doing that. But now that we have Bennett and he wants to go trick or treating, we have to do the candy in a bowl thing. So oh, we've yes. been yeah. um, putting candy in the little bags and getting that stuff ready. And then we carved our pumpkins, and uh, then we went and took Bennett uh, trick or treating. And he was um, Mickey uh, from Mickey and the Roadster Racers, if anyone knows oh, the show. Yes. Yep. And we <laughs> did his wagon. Um, and we kind of put some stuff on it to kind of make it like his racer because last year he wanted to go really far away to get more candy oh, and, and then he got back. tired and he we had to carry him back <laughs> so we were like well we should take the wagon and it went with the it went with the uh, outfit that he wanted anyway so yeah all of a sudden the next cool. 10 years it's always a wagon costume like even when he's too old for it you're like well it doesn't yeah matter exactly what it is. yeah it's like you don't you've never seen uh superman's wagon like yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, it was in the the lost comics yeah 
That's how we got from Krypton to Earth was in a wagon. Yes, you know obviously. Exactly. <laughs> Radio flyer. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, we did, we did something similar. We went to uh, my mother-in-law's neighborhood. It's very... It's actually near Lacey. <laughs> There's a lot of houses near each other. Really? Uh, Where does she live? Oh, well, don't say that on here. I'll ask you. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not far from you in that neighborhood. <laughs> The so one with the big uh, tree in the front. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> this number house on this street? Yeah, like, no. yeah. I realized but, as soon as I asked, I was like, uh, do not give out an address. No, right, do right. Um, no, but yeah, we did trick-or-treating over there uh, because we don't get trick-or-treaters here. Like my house is near uh, a school and it's uh, like a high school um, and it's rural and it's, it's hilly very and stuff. Rural. So yeah. Yeah. But uh, so we don't get any trick-or-treaters here and it's not good for us to to bring johnny around in terms of the, the those streets so we, we're going down there this year um and he's dressing up as a tyrannosaurus rex and he's roaring everywhere so, so is he finally cool. living out his dinosaurs. dream of being a dinosaur mm-hmm. yeah i think he's gonna forever just be that dinosaur and he's it's gonna be tough to <laughs> to have him not wear that when it's not halloween so we'll see how that goes toy story version uh, or an actual dinosaur no, it's not Rex. It's 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 like a it's not a bubble costume or anything like that. It's like a felt. It's almost like ah. it looks comfy, but it like has a, a tail. Yeah, it is, and it has like the head of it goes on top. It almost looks like a. I think Bennett like had a, a very Bowser similar or outfit. Yeah. a couple years ago, yeah. and it it was so cute because when he would walk, the tail would wag. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, uh, that's what we got going on, and Daisy's just gonna be a pumpkin because we got this thing that fits over her body and then she her little arms stick out and she's a little jack-o'-lantern so that's like <laughs> everyone's first halloween is like yeah pumpkin. It's, yeah <laughs> or yeah. the lobster pot that's where everybody's anything is. yeah anything like yeah just like sturdy chunky and round or whatever <laughs> um but um it's yeah it's her first uh halloween and uh obviously she won't remember it because she's seven months old but anyway it's uh good times good times though Good times. But now it is Star Wars time. We are back. The costumes are off. Uh, we're back to our normal selves here. And we're going to get into a little Ask the Resistance. Now, we haven't really talked about how we're going to go about this. I don't know. Like, Do we want to take turns reading the questions? You guys want me to just read them? And just you read them. Around? Yeah. Yeah. Just go to the segment and then we'll read through the questions. Yeah. Good. All right. I'm going to go to the segment. <laughs> I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? There it was. There was the transition to ask the resistance. And uh, here we go. Um, that was a little Norm mcdonald of me, but rest <laughs> in peace. All right. Our first question today is from one of our generals, Jedi Joey. And he asked, what are your favorite Star Wars sound effects? So let's just be quick. You know, I think we've we may have done a Kessel run on this before, but let's be quick and each pick one. Uh, your most favorite. So if you could narrow it down to one that's your favorite. Lacey, do you have a single favorite Star Wars sound effect that you love? Lightsaber turning on. Okay. Any specific lightsaber? Because they do they are different. Um I probably the first one that pops in my mind is like Luke Anakin Ray's, the blue one. But I also do like Ray's yellow lightsaber. Okay. All right. I don't know about different sounds, but I like lightsabers when they light when they ignite slowly. Like some of them are like psh- and then the other one is like, oh, like Vader's. <laughs> For some reason, they like come out slower when it's a more intense scene. Yeah, That's what she said. James, do you have one? Um, 
Do I have a uh, favorite lightsaber sound or a favorite sound effect in general? Do you have a favorite sound effect in Star Wars? Recently, uh, because of Galaxies of Sound, it's the it's the little bombs in Phantom Menace that hit the ground. It was because of that video. The boomers. They, the boomers. Yeah, they're like, I don't know boom, how to describe boom, them, but boom, they sound boom, like boom, boom. a perfectly. They sound like a 3D model of a sphere hitting a 3D model of a plane. Like, boom, <laughs> or something. Yeah. Okay. That's very specific. All right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Boing, 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 boing. Like, it's such I, a cool sound I, effect. I still got to go with uh, Darth Vader's breathing. I, I, I just love anytime you hear that. It's uh, very menacing, and you know he's coming, and it's very distinct. And I feel like you play that for anybody who's not even a Star Wars fan. They're like... Oh yeah, that's Darth Vader. So, so Rogue the... One must have hyped you up the first time. I mean, every time, yeah. but that first time. Yeah, and even Empire when Luke's trying to like look around, look for Vader, and you hear him first, and then he comes out. Um, right, right. Just... And how they made the sound with the scuba tank, like Ben Burtt, just so genius and stuff. I I love it. So, um, Vader sound. All right, next Bruce Natalio at Natalio Bruce. So close, Bruce. So close. <laughs> um he's asked who will be the first sequel trilogy character to appear again in live action so um let's answer this under the impression that bruce means a character that was introduced in the sequel trilogy so we're not like chewbacca or d2 you know mm-hmm. um so uh james i'll start with you on that one who that we met in the sequel trilogy could be even a small character or a biggie who are we seeing first in live action Star Wars in the future? Maz Kanata. That was my answer. No. Ooh. No. I'm excited to see well, why you say that, though. Go ahead. I think it's for the same reason. I could go with my backup. No, 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 no. Since I stole yours. No, you didn't steal um, it. I, I think that Maz Kanata is a character that is... Um, they did CG basically in the first one. They did some motion capture too, but it was basically CG. And then in the th- in uh, Rise of Skywalker, they really just leaned into like the animatronic and uh, and mm-hmm. 3D version. So I feel like it's a character that would be easily brought back. But then on top of that, it's a it's a way to bridge all of Star Wars because it's a character that's been alive longer than Yoda, um, and. I don't know. I th- I think it's an easy it's an easy character to bring in at any point and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, like that character would be around." And it's really cool when you have someone that is uh that's so wide um time frame because you're never going to get to see like old Luke interact with Padme. It's just, you know, that doesn't right. make any sense. It's not going to happen. But you can always have Maz Kanata pop in in high republic or like 30 years after the sequel trilogy good, like it doesn't really good pick yeah it doesn't thank doesn't you matter, so much so. john yeah <laughs> so what, is, is it john's you... pick too <laughs> no no oh. no uh i'm going with uh bb8 smart why because he's Easy to bring back. You don't have to worry about a voice. Yeah. You don't need to worry about having the actor voice or necessarily. Um, they got to rehire JJ and his iPad. J- <laughs> Why? What did he do for BB-8? That's the voice of BB-8. I think a lot of people think it's 
No, he's not. Those other guys, he, and they didn't do he's it. He's Dio. He's not BB-8. He's BB-8, too. Yeah. He's not BB-8. All right. Well, it's it's, it's kind of up for contention. I've never really ben gotten Schwartz, a solid... A- ben Schwartz and Bill Hader are the yep. BB-8. They talked but through they did- a tube to make BB-8. No, that was yeah. JJ. They said on it- Conan, Bill Hader on Conan, in an interview with Conan O'Brien, said, I talked through a tube with yep. Bill with uh, Schwartz, Schwartz and JJ present. Yeah, Jay-Z but I, bl- I, yeah. I think it's. Oh, never mind. We don't need to get into it. <laughs> but look it up. Look it up. I'm James, pretty confident James, that they James, were involved, James, and they James. were consulted. But the actual voice that it ended up being is something that JJ came up with. I don't think it was them. Came up with? We're talking about the voice. What are you talking the, about? The like sounds like. Burr, 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 burr. The recorded voices are Ben Schwartz and Bill Hader. How it is up. it two people? I don't know. Bill Hader <laughs> definitely goes around saying he's BB-8. So if yeah. it's not him, he's going around saying it. Anyway, yeah. uh, J.J. Abrams did the voice of Dio. I think that's what James is thinking of. No. Um, so BB-8 <laughs> I mean, will did, show up no. in a live-action Disney Plus series, believe it or not. So that's going to be exciting. Um, I just That's not based on anything. That's a guess. All right, next up. Do we I get Lonnie. to go, or are you just going to skip me? You... S- Oh, okay, because last I checked, I said, great pick, and you go, thanks, John, thanks. I jokingly said it because I was saying that I also thought Maz, but I didn't give my reason. Oh, okay. Do I not get to give a reason? (laughs) I thought you were done because you thanked me. Oh, my gosh. All right. You set me up for failure there. You completely set me up (laughs) for failure. (laughs) The reason I think Maz is because, one... Uh, she obviously knows Han Solo, so if Make Solo 2 happens, it's an easy way to to link Solo to the sequel trilogy and mm-hmm. to kind of call back to the book Last Shot. Um, yeah. Everything that James said, I agree with, that the span of time that she's available, like, across different uh, periods and eras of Star Wars works. And I could honestly see her come back for The Mandalorian if he travels there for some reason. Yeah. Or a book of Boba Fett. Yeah, he can he can cross yeah. even into those categories as well. It's not just the. Do movies. you think Lupita Nyong'o would come back and do some? Uh, I think she would. Yeah, because she seems yeah. pretty open to it. She did, uh, you know, she didn't do any CG for Rise of Skywalker, Forces but she just still did the voice of Destiny. Yeah, she did those too, right? Didn't she do those? I thought uh, she narrated it. I think and did like the prologue I, to it or whatever. It was. Yeah, I know Maz obviously the is galaxies, the voice, but I don't know if it's keep her. The I don't know if it's her. Blank, we bleep. Uh, <laughs> you're such a poet yeah i think it would be an easy way like james said to just tie everything together and she's around so long that like whether you're an older fan or a younger fan you'd see that character and you'd be like oh it's Moz." Mm. all right right on okay can i move on now that we good mm-hmm. yeah now that i gave my answer you can move forward you gave your answer before you <laughs> i gave didn't an give my reason i didn't give my reason all right all right, so we're going to skip Lacey on this one. Um, <laughs> Lonnie at bright, Brightest Days. I like that handle, Lonnie. How positive. Yes. Um, what do you hope for more in the next trilogy? A continuation of Ray's story or something set years prior to A New Hope? For instance, High Republic or Old Republic? Uh, I'm going to start this one. I'm going to say uh, a continuation of Ray's story. And my... Main reason for that, besides I want Daisy back, is uh, I like the blank canvas aspect, and you don't have to worry about fitting things into other things that exist. They 
can look forward and there's nothing there and they can do what they want without worrying about um, writers and directors, you know, wedging things in and stuff like that. So um, that's a big driving force for me. I like the idea of Star Wars looking ahead. Um, I do want them to revisit and, and or not even revisit, visit Old Republic and do those types of stories. But I would love to see another blank canvas, especially now that you don't have to phase out and that's a bad way of putting it, but the legacy actors and, and that sort of thing. Now that, you know, they've had their conclusion, now it's really this open slate of uh, potential here. So that's my pick. Um, Lacey, you, uh, you're up now. So what, uh, what do you got on this one? So I'm going to be really boring this episode. My answer is also continuation of the sequel trilogy uh, with Ray's why didn't you story. Say, what, why didn't you say great, great pick then? Because I realized when you said it, I was like, oh, is this going to be me this whole episode? That It's like, no, my answer. Um, anyway, yeah, I love Daisy Ridley. She's the best. And uh, I loved her character in the sequel trilogy. And I think there's so much potential there and left things left to be said and adventures to be had. Uh, so I would want a continuation. I think her character just has more to do. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. You know that. James? Mm -hmm. um, side note, Lupita did do Maz's voice in Forces of Destiny. Looked it up. Cool. That's what um, we thought. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I'm going the other way. Uh, something something else. So it was, is is it just High Republic? Well, old, he's High no, Republic, he, Old Republic, or just something else? He said, for besides. example. So yeah. 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 Um, but either way, it, it wouldn't really matter. I think right now... Um, like we got the original trilogy and then bear with me, like however you guys are seeing it or whatever, I guess I'll do it your way. We went back over here and we did this trilogy and then we jumped over here and we did this trilogy. What I don't want to see is I don't want to see us being here and then going here and then going here and then going here. Like, I think we should either jump really far ahead, uh, well beyond those characters uh, passing. Like there's no Ray. It's set like you know 300 years further or something um and the, or really far back and then in 10 or 20 years or whenever they want to do it go back when these characters are a little older and i think by that point it will also have helped the fans come and be excited again to see uh oscar john and daisy returning to these characters and and we'll bring back we we went and we did this other thing for a while and that's cool and we're all excited mm -hmm. about the continuation of those character stories over there but i think if you if you want to bring back these sequel trilogy characters at some point i think uh star wars would be better to to go away from them for a while and uh let it kind of sit with the public and then um approach it from a standpoint where it's a little past tense, where we have a little bit of, of a grasp on how that sequel trilogy is probably going to land us. And I think, uh, I think we learned a lot from the prequels in that sense. Yeah. We gave them like 20 years or so, and then we moved on mm -hmm. to something else uh, and kind of understood them a little bit better. All right. Next up, we have Alex Zukas at Zubaka. What's up, buddy? Uh, with the Knights of Ren appearing in the War of the Bounty Hunters comic, could they possibly make an appearance in live-action shows such as The Mandalorian or even the Ahsoka series? I thought this was a very good question. Um, it made me excited to think about that possibility. 
and um, maybe seeing them in a pre Kylo Ren stage is pretty cool too. It adds a little more um, reality to their existence uh, when we, you know, if we see that and then revisit them in the sequel trilogy and say like, so they were rolling with that guy and now they, uh, Kylo Ren took over and, you know, what has happened to them since then? What were they like then? So I, I, I like this idea. Uh, I don't know if they'll do it just because I'm not sure. I don't know. Cause I'm trying to think like, it really depends on what they do with this whole potential. Like is that Snoke being mm-hmm. incubated as a clone? Like how much are they tapping into tying in what's going on now with sequel trilogy stuff? So, but I'll, I'll just say this without giving a definitive, you know, could they possibly do it? Yes, they could possibly do it for sure. Alex. And I'd be interested in seeing them again in live action pre Kylo Ren and um, maybe a little more animated in terms of not maybe personality, but them just on screen more and and doing some damage and, and seeing seeing them what they could really do um, Kylo, beyond, Kylo. beyond. Yeah, beyond being a prisoner escort, <laughs> as they were pretty much in The Rise of Skywalker and mm-hmm. and just in a flashback in TFA and literally nothing in The Last Jedi. So. Um, James, you're on this one first. Well, second, but uh... I um no, I know what you mean. I uh I think you're you're right that they could um and I would be open to it, but I don't think they will. Um, I it is interesting as it is as they explore them in the comics. I think that they they have a a very specific spot there, and I was I think we were all kind of surprised they went that route on the uh, Lego stuff too, that they were involved in a story in the character of Ren and all that. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't see them doing something where they're like, well, could we have like L- Lando and Luke go up against the Knights of Ren, you know, and stuff like, I don't know. I just don't think that we're talking live action here. I know, but I'm just saying, yeah, I- I'm not yeah, really I, sure I that, that they want to cross those paths like that. Um, maybe a better example would be like the Mandalorian. I just think they have the opportunity to create really cool villains and tell their own story and bringing in the Knights of Ren is just like mixing with somebody else's story uh, that they only ever really like. That's what I was thinking. Touch on, yeah. touch on just a little bit of how it all connects to the bigger universe, but they're still, you know, Filoni and and John Favreau are still trying to carve out their own characters and stories and all that stuff. So I don't I don't think they're too interested in bringing anything big into live action. So I, I'm saying Knights of Ren probably not likely for live action stuff. All right, for a while. Lacey, what do you think? I completely agree. I think that. Uh, Honestly, the Knights of Ren were such a, a missed opportunity in the sequel trilogy. I think they're one of the more exciting things that popped up in TFA that everyone was like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, you know, Snow right. cast those lines that, you know, master of the Knights of Ren. And everyone's like, oh, man, that's so cool. And then in Ray's vision, you see them like murdering people and you didn't know where it was going to go. And then like in The Last Jedi, they're non-existent. And then in the Rise of Skywalker, yeah, they, they just come... never showed up. Yeah, and then in the Rise of Skywalker, they like you see their ship. They're standing on the cliff, like Britney Spears, and not like a girl, not yet a woman music video. Like, <laughs> it's, it, they just have a lot of screen time, and then they fight Ben Solo at the end, which is one of the coolest scenes in the movie. Um, but you don't learn a lot about them. Um, I remember 
one of the things studying for Schmodown was studying all the names of all the Knights of Ren. And I remember being like, oh, they actually have names and like things about them you wouldn't have known mm-hmm. because the movies didn't go into that. So, Alex, I think this is a great question because it would be cool to see them like John and James have said. I don't think they're going to play into it because just like James said, I think the people that are telling these stories, which would be Dave Filoni and John Favreau, they're... The Knights Run came from JJ and his group and his team, and they have their own plans. And I think that they've already got enough going on as it is that I couldn't see them then bringing this other element because it would be like a little confusing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. My all right. Cool. That's cool. Um. All right. Next up is Sleeping Moose at Sleeping Moose. Um. They asked, do you think we'll ever see Grogu again, or is his arc done forever? If so, how much time will have passed since he left with Luke? Lacey, what do you think? Hello, Sleeping Moose. Um, Good question. I definitely think we'll see Grogu again, not just because he's one of the best Star Wars characters ever created and super fun, but Disney likes money, and every time he shows up, (laughs) they make more merchandise and products and clothes and toys um and they've made a lot of money off grogu so i couldn't see them just being like nah he's done now um you're gonna see him for a long time uh will he come back i don't know when that will be but i think you're definitely gonna see him in season three of the mandalorian i think when he comes back he's gonna be able to talk so that they can now sell talking grogu's and that's yeah. what I think. Yeah, I like that. James, what do you think? We're going to see Grogu ever again. And uh, if you say yes, how long do you think it'll be in terms of time in the story from when Luke ripped him away from his dad? <laughs> yeah, Lacey, Lacey definitely nailed it on pretty much all those points. Um, the, money, money, the, money, the, money. Yeah, the crazy thing to me is having him talk, but it's just another step. Like we were kind of thinking... Well, you know, whatever they name that thing, it's called Baby Yoda, but whatever they name it, it's going to, fans are going to hate it. And then they named him Grogu. And I don't really feel like there was a bunch of backlash on it. Mm-mm. I felt nope. like it was kind of regu- just accepted, accepted. Like, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and now you know I'm sitting here thinking it? the voice is going to be terrible. And I bet when it happens, people are just going to go, whoa, that's crazy. Take a step back. And yeah. then that is just what it is. Uh, but he's definitely coming back. Um, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. What were you saying, John? What was, what joke did you want to make? It's not a joke. I think oh. people really liked his name because of how he responded to it when Ahsoka said it. Oh. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh. yeah. It was so cute. You're like, I can't hate that name. He likes his own name. I can't hate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, his name could have um, been Fart, and they would have been like, oh, little <laughs> Fart. <laughs> Um, if so, how much time will have passed since he was with Luke? Um, gosh, I'm, I don't know. I think I even said this recently and I can't even remember what I said, but I'm, I'm going to throw out a year. I'm going to say a year has passed. One year. He was with Luke. Yeah. I don't know. A year with Luke. I was, the, uh, you guys both said he was coming back episode one of season three. And I think I, I toyed with the idea that. that you did not. I did not say that. You need to check the archives, my friend. Well, I thought I was the only one that said they would wait until the end. I said middle. 
You said middle. Okay, Lacey, so Lacey said, said immediate. Beginning, you I said, said middle. middle I, said and you said I don't remember what I said, but I feel like I said at the beginning just to get it over with. Yeah. 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 And I, I think you even just build. said that right here. The, I mean, you really said he's definitely coming back for season three, but I think that means like... Uh, I... The definitely means like he's in it. Like he's going to be in it. You know? So you, you mm-hmm. think... It implies you, the whole thing. So James, mm-hmm. you think Mando season three is when he's coming back, right? Uh, sh- sure. Yes. <laughs> why are you looking at me? Yeah. Like why that? are you being weird? Yeah. I, I'm being weird because it's like we all like who knows, you know? Like I probably <laughs> no, yeah. said uh, oh, three James weeks ago, like, I was probably like James. James feels like when we do speculation and predicting, he he like he doesn't like being trapped into a wrong guess. It's just you know how many I feel, times I feel like wrong? somebody's gonna come I back. I literally and said like, so many wrong things. Lacey yeah. thought Kylo Ren and Ray were gonna get married and fly off in a ship together. Like, come on. Yeah, that it did say that. I didn't say married, but leave together. Yeah, that would have been a good yeah. ending. I still stand by that. Although his last movie absolutely bombed, so the more Adam Driver bombs happen, the bigger chance he has of coming back to Star Wars. So. Who knows? I feel so bad for him because no. he is such a talented actor. It's just like the projects he picks are not going so well. I've been slowly looking at the cast. Wait, what movie are you talking about? The Last Duel did very, very bad. It made like bad. $5. Oh, yeah. But, and then before I mean, that was Annette, which did very poorly. But I, and here's I think, the thing. I think that has something to do with like so much more, like the pandemic and stuff, because it's Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, uh, Adam uh, Driver. Like, What? I don't think so. I think the movie think just wasn't well accepted. Yeah. Just didn't That's do what well. I'm, I'm saying like, he, it, it seems like a movie would be like, oh, I want to go see that. Are you going to go see it? No, but I want to see it kind of uh, thing. I have no I think there was just a lot of that. Well, but yeah. I, th- I think but, it had got good reviews. Did it not? Yeah, I think it got just nobody reviews, saw yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I'd like, I, I've been briefly just like scanning the scene. And maybe we could talk about this in the state of Star Wars, but scanning the scene of the main actors from the sequel trilogy and chaos see, like, walking measu- bombed with daisy how they're measuring up and like daisy's not doing movie. too daisy's not doing too hot boyega seems to be doing a smarter path which is like not just doing a bunch of stuff but he's building like a brand for himself um and then and he's doing like the social justice stuff too but then you have oscar isaac did is in dune and he's doing the marvel stuff so he's doing big stuff oscar's doing great going to. yeah that's and then you have, but he was so the most much. established out of the four of them going in. And then yeah. you have Adam Driver, who it's like phenomenal talent. No one's doubting that. Nominated for an Oscar for Marriage Story. Um, and then a couple of clunkers here. So it's interesting to see what's going to. And the other Spike Lee movie. Forward, but. He was nominated for that oh, too. Yeah, Black Klansman. Yep. Yes. He was very good in that. Yeah. He was. Um, and he's been good in everything. I'm not saying he's not, but some of the movies have, uh, haven't done so hot. So He wants that um, award. He's just going for these movies. And now he's in a House of Gucci with Lady Gaga. Which will be interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And uh, apparently there were 99 people in the room and, and Adam Driver believed in her. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the most bizarre speeches like you could ever but it's hear. so but anyway. good when you see all the clips cut together that she gave that yeah. same story oh god it's yeah so she she lady gaga is she's a little awkward but but i love her um okay uh my answer is grogu yes obviously he is coming back i am going to go a little wild card here and say we may we may see grogu in the book of boba fett interesting okay because yeah. you think luke's gonna go face to face with boba fett 
I don't know because they keep saying they they made it at this point to say like this is t- season two point five of the Mandalorian and maybe if you get him in here that allows you to push him out a little bit later in the Mandalorian so he returns in this but it preserves the special moment of him and Din getting back together so we still get our Grogu and Disney's happy but it still preserves him and Din being separated in that big reunion we all want to see. So mm. I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe a little Grogue skis in uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Um, oh. Yeah. So, all right. That was a long time. I do the tangent uh, took us on a little <laughs> journey there, but tangent mostly about Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adam Driver. You can't bring up Adam Driver without doing at least five minutes on Adam Driver. It's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. And it was more. It was more me than Lacey this time. We the tides have turned back. You know, because I was big on Adam Driver back in the day. Then Lacey comes you, into the podcast and you, takes over at the Adam Driver fandom of the show. See, you're still going. You're still I'm going. Still going. Adam Driver. <laughs> All right. This next question <laughs> by Rebel Scum Texan at Rebel Scum Texan. Uh, how much do each of you love Adam Driver? Oh, come on! <laughs> That's no. not the question. Me the he most. Said, Since snacks are often a topic of interest at the front of the show, which Star Wars character would store Pop-Tarts away for themselves and not share with others? Oh, I, I have an easy, quick answer to this one. I'm going to go Yoda. Empire Strikes Back Yoda. Just because he was very, you know, mine, mine, mine. And he took like... Luke's food and ate it without asking. Um, so when Yoda's trying to be a wise guy, I feel like he would take Pop Tarts just to like test somebody who's about to train and see like if I take this guy's Pop Tarts or this girl's Pop Tarts, are they going to turn to the dark side? Let's find out while I eat their Pop Tarts. So I'm going with Yoda, old old weird senile Yoda. Um, okay, who is up next? I believe it is James this time. Um. Uh, I I felt like the obvious answer here is uh, the emperor. The emperor would have <laughs> the them manufactured manufactured in mass, and he would store them on his secret planet toaster goal <laughs> or whatever. And he would create the frost order, and it would just be the frost order. How long did you prepare pu- this answer? <laughs> Actually, both of those weird puns just off off the top but holy cow but no i pictured him i pictured him like uh just having order armies like aisles and aisles and aisles of of pop tarts and him like showing them off like it's some sort of military feat but it's really just a an exercise and you know um showing off i I don't know what the term there is but he's got all this money and he could toast them himself if he ever wants them toasted too. Yeah, exactly. He just hits like just do a little, 10, little at once. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. All right, Lacey, who is no thieving cherry. the Pop-Tarts? Um, first of all, great question. I love that you're calling out Pop-Tarts cuz we had that big debate which is still ongoing of yeah. what is the best Pop-Tart. Um that being said, I w- the first thing that popped in my mind was Chewbacca because I pictured a really funny scene between either him and Han or him and Poe and Finn where he's eating Pop-Tarts and they're like, where did you get those? And he's just eating them. And then they're like, can we have one? And then he growls at them. Like, that's who I would see eating Pop-Tarts. Yeah. That like, they'd answer. be like, where did you, where'd you get those? Yeah. 
And yeah. then he just constantly has like crumbs and sprinkles in his beard and stuff. They yeah. they open up a locker and they all fall out. <laughs> that seems like a Chewbacca thing. And he gets mad and he like puts them back in. Yeah. 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 Well, it's got to be on the Falcon. I'm sure he has yeah. like his own quarters. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. thing. Have we ever seen Chewbacca's quarters in the Falcon? I don't know that we have. Is that his quarters, that bed he lays on after he gets shot in TFA? Is that his bed? Probably. I feel like that's mm. Han's bed, but the only thing that makes me laugh is like there's an... I have this picture on my phone. It's like a behind-the-scenes picture of Jonas in the suit, and he's just laying on that like dinette area, and he's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love those. Yeah, those are so cool, those pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Next up, we have PJ Bushel at PJ underscore Bushel. Just missed getting your handle, but... We love you anyway, PJ. Um, we assume <laughs> we do. Uh, which Star Wars novel would you like to see get the live action treatment? Uh, James, you you read most of the novels um, or listen to them or whatever you call it. What which ones get in the? Would you convert even though that's not a practice of theirs in this yeah. fantasy world where they do it? Which one is getting it, and why is it Lost Stars? <laughs> no, so that's that's the thing is that's the one that I would want to happen, but I take this question is you only it only is that novel, that's it. So there's mm-hmm. it doesn't set up a sequel or anything like that. And Lost Stars ends on something where if they made that into a movie and then they never made the sequel, it would be like I don't understand what the point is, you know, it would be frustrating. So I had to take out a bunch of these ones because I was like, well, you can't do well, like, we, the second why aftermath. We, why third don't we give aftermath. you the opportunity to, to answer it as though they would make a sequel to it so that you can pick no, the one you'd want could, the most? So the one I went with it is one that I would still under those rules. I would go Lords of the Sith. Okay. And why? I feel like that is because it's the one book that I feel like would make the most successful standalone because you'd get Palpatine and <clears> Vader... <throat> like being who they are and everybody would be really excited about seeing that. And you'd introduce a fan favorite character in Chamsim Dula. And uh, I don't know. I feel like that, that whole story and free Ryloth and it could be really something that people would consider compelling that they've never gotten into uh, because they've never watched rebels or clone wars or read the books or something like that. But it's an, it's an easy go-to anthology movie um, that they'd be, able to adapt and people would it would drive people to the theater because it would be (laughs) you know the emperor invader in the prime like killing people so i think that would be the big draw of that movie so that's what i'm going with because the other ones you have to make sequels to them and it'd be tough all right um a lot of a lot of twi'leks in that movie then yeah (laughs) um i can dig that um Although, didn't you say, wasn't it you who said you had an issue with live action Twi'leks or something like that? Because it looks like a so. hat. Hmm. Yeah, I think he said no, that early on because we weren't sure we were going to get one in The Mandalorian. It was a while ago. You said you didn't know how it would translate live action. And then we got one. And you were like, oh, it's not too bad. No, Twi'leks yeah, we've I mean, had before, though. Yeah. I, yeah, but yeah, the so one in The Mandalorian I, looked better than one with ones we've seen previously, I think. Oh, in Chapter 6. Hmm. All right. Cool. 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 Uh, Lacey. I'm going to say a novel that not necessarily is my favorite one, but just because of the potential, which is Last Shot. I th- I'd love to see more Han Solo. I th- I'd love to see Lando and Leia and uh, little baby Ben Solo. I would love to see that. So I'm going to say Last Shot because 
I think that knowing how people translate books to movie and how often, like, they'll just take a line from the book and then that's the movie and it has nothing to do with the rest of the book, like, yeah. you could potentially do that if there were things that you didn't like about it. So I'm going to say Last Shot. All right. Well. Uh, I'm going to say Lost Stars because everyone keeps telling me I need to read it. and I'm. It's good. I got to reread it. I'm clearly never going to read it. So I want to watch it. So make it. Why don't you read so the, the manga? Who? The manga. They the want comic a manga. Book. It's a what? it's a graphic novel from Japan. Yeah, it's the comic, if you will. Why don't you been... just say comic? Because it's a manga. Because it's not a comic. It's a manga. What's a manga? You just made that word up. It's anime. It's like graphic yeah. novel anime. I can't keep up with that stuff. I don't know what you guys are saying. Simplify that. It's pictures. It's like, okay. <laughs> right. They're they're drawings, John, but uh you read them backwards. <laughs> stars lost. Yeah, exactly. No, right. they yeah, but the the Lost Stars series has been being adapted to manga and right. I think there's three volumes right oh, now, that's cool. but right. but you can read a volume in a night. I mean, you fly through them. They're I, not I mean, like even comic books are like take you know 15 minutes or so to get what it is with me is like i i like once i get started with a book like i'll do a big chunk in in one sitting but it gets me it takes a lot for me to sit down and start a book it really does because i feel like it's a tedious thing and my attention span is kind of rough like i'll read a page Mm -hmm. and forget that i was reading and i'm thinking about something else and i just don't i I don't have a very good attention audio book reading yeah just do it on commutes or something well, you're not yeah. really commuting, but I gotta start commuting. Um, all right, cool, good answers though. I like that. Uh, we have one more, and it is double C, double what? underscore C underscore mm-hmm. twenty one. What's going on, double C? Uh, one of the best out there. Um, Star Wars says we had gotten or wait. Oh. I see what he's saying. Say we had gotten or we do finally get a part two and part three of a solo story. Ah, I hope so. What are the major pieces of solo story you'd want to see told? Uh, hashtag makes a little to happen. Absolutely, buddy. Um, man, that's a really good question. I think for me, uh, I want to see what happened between Kira and Han. Uh, I think that's really important now that we're seeing what's going on with Kira. Um, being the way more of a villain and lead role in Crimson Dawn. She's like sh- super shredded. She looks like Jennifer Con- Connelly now on the cover of the comic. Who knows what's going on? But clearly something happened more between them than what we were left with at the end of Solo. So I want to see that. I want to see Han and Chewie getting into more trouble together. I want to see those stories of, you know, Han and Chewie broke into places more heavily guarded than this. I want to see that moment. I want to see... Uh, you know, them dumping spice or whatever. I want to see him with Jabba. I want to see all that stuff. And there's so many adventures they could take us on. It's perfectly primed for a serialized uh, adventure series. So that's what I want to see um, if they do it. And hopefully they do, you know? So, uh, Lacey, what do you think? Same answer. <laughs> I never got to go first in this, but that was my yes, answer. Yes, you did. Yes, you no, did. I didn't. Yeah, you were the first okay. answer, the big one, the Grogu one. But anyway, uh, James. Same answer. Um, well, I I understood the question to be aspects of Solo. Um, 
like from legends or something about his character, his story that we, you know, didn't get to see in the movie. So for instance, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, we heard about the Kessel run, uh, but then when we did the, the, when we did the movie, of course we're going to do the Kessel run. And I feel like solo really knocked like all those off, like how he got his blaster, how he met Lando, how he met Chewie, you know, th- they went through the whole checklist on, on solo. So to me, I didn't, I, my answer was just, that I feel like anything that I knew about Solo, there wasn't anything where I hope they did this. Um, other than, I guess, yeah. maybe meeting Jabba, you know, would be the only thing um, that I could think yeah. of. But when I think of these stories and when I think of, like, what's an aspect of Solo that I want to see in these movies, it's when he's the guy who's swindling everybody, you know? You you watch him right. in the, the sequels, and there's there's no one left in the galaxy for you to swindle. It's like, that's because he's been doing it for so long, and... Uh, has been, you know, in the game and in business with so many different people at some point, pulling tricks on everybody, you got to think he's got a number of years where he's just like constantly person after person after person jumping from this thing to this thing to this thing. And uh, I, that's what I want to see. I want to see the adventures of Han Solo, um, you know, two, two buddies out in the galaxy. You know, that's that's my story. Not even so much. I mean, I want to see it too, like with Kira. And I, I think there obviously has to be a larger story, but like, what do I want out of those movies? I want uh, kind of like, you know, a young star killer or not star killer. Um, a, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, star Lord, <laughs> you know, from oh, Guardians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. want him kind of just bopping around and, and pulling fast ones on people and stuff like that. Rocket a little bit too that kind of style character and and chris says part two and part three like he's thinking movies here yeah but i think like i think we've conditioned ourselves so much on a series at this point that i feel like that'd be the most and even like i think ron howard alluded to that he's like now that they're doing the disney plus thing you know Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know interesting all right so that's it for those questions uh so eight of them we knocked eight of them out pretty good uh, so now we are going to send it to Lacey for our next segment. All right, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So there are lots of ways you can support us. You can follow us here on YouTube, uh, like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications. You can follow us on Spotify or other uh, audio podcast apps on Twitter at RBATSWNN or on Instagram at the at the Resistance Broadcast. So thank you so much for that. If you're following us on those channels, if you want more than that, you can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast starting at $2 a month and going up. You get more access to the show, bonus features like cool mini episodes and much more. So this is the part of the show that we let our generals and spice runners chat with us. So first, I want to say thank you to our generals. So thank you to Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Hass, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Twirlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Joey Mayfield Stewart, Nathan Shank, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you guys so much. And for our thank Spice you. Runners, thank you, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C Chris, who we just heard from, uh, Kendall Gilnar, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Micah Harrison, and Thomas Hennessy, who was our recent pod race. So this week we have General Andrew Staley. Andrew, how's it going? One of the best people out there. And his question was, 
being that we hear Ahsoka's voice speak to Rey in The Rise of Skywalker among the, among the physically dead Jedi, uh, do you think she will meet her demise in, her, in the series? Why or why not? So take it away, Andrew. I do think we'll see the end of Ahsoka uh, more than likely in the crossover event uh, that's been rumored with the Mandalorian. Uh, I think her purpose, just like Luke and Obi-Wan, uh, will have a overarching purpose and um, it's one of those situations where what happens with her will more than likely have ramifications going forward uh, for series or characters. So uh, that's the short answer. Looking forward to the series when it does come out. In the meantime, we'll wait for uh, the book of Fett. May the force be with you guys. Nicely done, Andrew. James, what did you think? Oh, man. Um you know, I think I think this is such a good topic of of now that we have the uh, news about Hayden Christensen being involved in the Ahsoka series, it's something definitely discuss and to revisit and take a look at. Um, I I don't know. I I think I think I have to base a lot of of my decisions on the fact that I Ahsoka is going to die at some point, and the fact that they're bringing him to live action means that she's even reached the mainstream audience. So. They they're gonna have to do it, and they're gonna have to do it in a very big and com- like compelling way that you know makes every fan, whether they're new fans of the character or old fans of the character, happy. Um, so we're in that stage now. Um, I mean, they could they could avoid it for years, but I I just don't think they're gonna do that. I think we're building up to something. So, um, the at the crossover event i mean that that's likely that seems likely uh, i don't know i'll have to think about it more but i i like your answer i like the way um you know you 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 think it's going to go and i i would be i'd understand that so good one good one on you andrew um that's yeah good answer john i'm surprised he said that um because i feel I feel like andrew's more of like a hopeful fan and and he likes characters going on and stuff like that but you know he he made a a great answer and a great point um it's going to be i mean it's rumored like you said good 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 on you for saying it that way andrew that it's a rumored like culmination events uh, i know they've sort of teased that but it's never been formally announced like we're doing an avengers thing but that would be huge like like james said it's a big it would be a big moment for the most eyes to see it and I think Dave Filoni, as he moves more and more into live action, and he's the one who's going to be obviously writing this thing, however it happens, um, I, I don't think he's going to be writing much more in animation. So I, I think live action is the way it's going to be. So it's either going to be in her series, which I personally think it might be, uh, or this culmination thing. But uh, great answer, man. And uh, as always, I love that you had uh, both TLJ and, and uh, Rise of Skywalker there behind you in the poster showing showing the balance in your house. So I think it's cool, man. But I hope you're, hope you're well. Uh, good to hear from you and uh, see you next time and in the chat and stuff. Thanks, buddy. Question. Wasn't it Kathleen Kennedy who mentioned the rumored crossover event? I, I was it wasn't rumored. Till... She said it was building up to a crossover event. Yeah, I, I literally have Googled it right here. I was going to try to f- yeah, see if I could find it. Yeah, she said something like that. Yeah, culmination or something. It... Yeah. Yeah, she said all leading up to uh, an event culminating in, you know, or something. I, I can't, couldn't find the exact wording, but I, I don't think it's. Because she I think was it's saying rumored in the sense that like we don't know exactly what that means. But right, we don't have yeah. more yeah. details. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because like initially, Ahsoka could have nothing to do with it. 
Because mm-hmm. initially it was like the Ahsoka series, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and uh, what's it called? The Republic one. Rangers of the New Republic? Yeah, those all together were going to culminate into this other thing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Uh, Andrew, great answer. I actually really like this answer because, you know, John Favreau obviously created The Mandalorian, but as it's grown with John Favreau, he's brought in Dave Filoni and their relationship and their partnership has gotten so strong that so many elements of that story have grown past John Favreau to Filoni. Um, it's like the best of both worlds. You get someone that's been working in this for so long with someone that's just a really big fan that wanted to tell their own stories. And I think you see that interlacing within the series and with Book of Boba Fett and with the Ahsoka series that you're seeing these two people come together in a great way to tell an awesome story. That being said, I think that one of the most epic ways to come to an epic, you know, end of this story for The Mandalorian would be something like Ahsoka dying because what better way to tie it to everything else that's come before it and just show the weight of this story within the Star Wars saga and legacy than to have a character like that, uh, you know, die within this crossover event that is going to be crazy as it is. So I really liked your answer. Uh, as always, you're you're great. You're doing good, great job with everything. So yeah, that's it. Back to John. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have a few minutes. Um, I don't know what else we can touch on. Or if you have anything on your mind or anything you saw online, that was cool. I did see, Lacey, you had brought this to our attention, the uh, Visions action figures that are coming out, mm-hmm. but they're not Hasbro. Wait, what? Yeah, they're making Visions action figures through um, Bando Press, which is under the umbrella of Bandai. They're in in Japan. It's kind of like the figure arts mm. figures that they have. Mm. So Hasbro's kind of locked, well, naturally, has locked down the action figure kind of licensing and stuff here in the U.S. But there are a bunch of different companies over in Japan and other, other places that make really unbelievable figures, super detailed. I get all the figure arts ones. I got the Rays and the Kylos from those. I thought they were better than the Hasbro ones. Um, they come with like multiple hands and faces and all different stuff. Um, so a company over in Japan is making the visions right now. I think all they've announced is Ronin and then the two twins. Right. Is, is this now, a, a Star Wars Newsnet story? It's just everywhere. Yeah, I mean, they we, just kind of announced it. We covered it. it yeah. But... Oh yeah, because because I just Googled it and I wasn't able to. I mean, it's not that it doesn't exist. I'm saying I wasn't able to find it right away. So I thought it's maybe a little tricky because it's buried. The news. Right. It was buried on their website and buried in their Instagram, so it wasn't like a press release type thing. Because again, Hasbro kind of has the lockdown here, so oh, they're not going to. Oh, these look cool. Yeah. yeah. So are these more of like posums than? sort of like prototypical action figures like what do these are these comparable to like black series like what's what are people what do people like hold stock on these as if you were to say a comparable thing from hasbro it's a black series six inch figure but oh, it's it's more figure. detailed and it has comes with i don't know if i have one around i'm trying to think yeah. if i have a figure arts one way to to be fair i think like so john i I think when i'm looking at um the joints like so like one of the twins like their arm right here it doesn't look like there's anything there that would allow it to bend so i think the point is like it's six inch like it's still one six scale 
but it looks like a figure that you would take out of the package and set up and never touch. Like, like a it's display supposed figure. supposed to be in this form. This is their mm-hmm. pose. This is what it, it is. Because um, it doesn't really look like any right. of the joints move on any of the That's, characters. Unless they're I mean, like just different. Like they. I'm curious uh, to see if they're going to do anything with Hasbro with these things. You know? Because that's, I know everyone's biggest complaint lately has been like Hasbro's two years behind everything that comes out. And I think people are fair in saying that. Like people were talking about, they just put out the the Werner Herzog figure, who honestly, I almost forget that he's, who's in the Mandalorian at this point. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like, and I know that's the, you know, because, you know, probably request to preserve things and stuff, but there has to be some sort of happy medium. Like, you know, Lacey, you, you tend a lot of those round tables and stuff. Do people ever hammer them on that? And do they have uh, anything beyond a stock response? Like, is it just... Because people are frustrated. Like, they, a lot of people, even, even, like like big people who cover figures and stuff are expressing frustration on this. And I'm not a collector, and I'm still like, that's kind of strange that when we're just getting that figure, like, from 2019 is out now. Like, come on. What's going on? I mean, yeah, they just announced the Leia lightsaber from The Rise of Skywalker, so... And then look how long the Ray one took, guys. Like, <laughs> I was asking for that for like yeah. a year and a half. So I think it's a yeah. combination of things of the production time of designing, putting into production, shipping, everything like that. I think it's also on Lucasfilm because oftentimes when I have had conversations with Patrick and the Star Wars team or been in a conversation where someone asks this question, it's usually... The example they always give is they didn't know Luke Skywalker was even in The Force Awakens until after they were in the seat sitting in The Force Awakens and Luke came on screen. They didn't know about Grogu, which we all knew about that, but they don't know about things until they know about them. And I think it's because a lot of these characters get held really close to Lucasfilm and to the secrecy of keeping stories intact does hasbro have a history of letting things leak or accidents or things slipping not that i'm aware of i feel like lego's more the one that stuff gets out with than hasbro the cards too like tops and stuff yeah tops yeah yeah yeah, i mean those are good points i just was kind of curious if uh if it was one of those things where like hasbro would be like you gotta tell us this and they're like "Mm." We'll hold off. You know, yeah. I mean? I mean, the biggest example they give is definitely Luke and TFA. That is the one I've heard so many times from Patrick. Because I'm he's like, sure we had no Hasbro. Idea. Yeah, Hasbro would love to get their that... hands on this as soon as possible, hold and on. because they're the people who are going to make the most money from it, they're go- they can sell the figures when they're hot because they're ready and they're prepped. But I think Lucasfilm might be looking at that and saying, "Yeah, you guys will make more money, but we would prefer to keep our stuff secret." you know, and we'll license them to you when we're ready. And and that's why like, you're seeing what are we going to do. You right. Know? And that's why you're seeing re-releases like Hux is being re-released. All these other things are coming yeah. back out because now they can talk about them. But I mean, it is frustrating as a fan, especially a fan that like me that wants very specific things. And, I, and that's not coming from a place of entitlement. It's just like you get excited. So you want to see those things replicated in merchandise, whether well, you're a raised... paying customer, it's not like they're giving them to you. So you, you deserve to feel that way. Like, it's... yeah, but I'm saying like, it's always easy. I think for either, you know, people of the press to make requests or just fans in general to like tweet out being like, you should make this figure. But there's so many things that go into that. Like, will it sell? 
Like there wow. were a lot of Zuvios on the shelf. There oh, were a lot yeah. of Rose Ticos yeah. on the shelf. So you yeah. can't yep. say that you want a certain figure and just know that it's going to sell because ultimately as the sequel trilogy went on, the figures didn't sell. And I think that's also part of the problem when someone like me is like, I really want a Ben Solo. Like I yeah. want a Ben Solo. And they're like, okay, well, based on data, this is not going to sell, even if it is. They just look at what the trends were, and the trends were everyone went nuts for The Force Awakens and then didn't for anything else. Well, and we've also noticed sometimes vocal pockets of people who say are very passionate about certain things aren't, ones, aren't the ones actually that are going to go out and buy stuff. They just want to be heard and they want to say stuff and like, it's just, it, to me, it's a Yeah, so chamber. requests don't always translate to sales so what's been selling for them Mm -hmm. as in data and money and numbers is the mandalorian we saw that last year hasbro basically their year was saved by mando mondays star wars made so much money for them with mandalorian that it saved them for the rest of the year with covid so even in their most recent announcement i felt like i was like this is 50 percent, if not more mandalorian stuff exactly and that and also the figures that they've been putting out, which I know people have been complaining about, are troopers or Clone Wars or prequels. or, But that's what people are buying. So it's, it's tough because I see it from both ends because I'm like, look, I want all these other great things. You know, I'd love a Ben Solo. I'd love this. I'd love that. Mm. But at the same time, will those things sell? Whereas if you put out a Werner Herzog figure or, you know, a Finnick Shand or something from the Mandalorian, those are more likely to sell. Yeah, I, I, I get that. And also the, just the type of storytelling that the Mandalorian is, it, it is very like play with your action figures. And Favreau even said that Robert Rodriguez says that. So it has that feel to it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but the, the one thing I, you know, before we get out of here, the one thing I don't buy is that guy saying they didn't know Luke was in TFA. I feel like everybody knew that the table read, the photo of them sitting there was two years before. They said that all three of them are coming back. Like to say that seems like, I don't know that I believe that statement from him. I'm not saying he didn't say it. I, so, just, just I don't think to, that's I, what, that's not what he meant. What he meant is they didn't oh. have pictures of what Luke looked like. So oh, they yeah. couldn't make the figure gotcha. based on what Luke looked like because I, they okay. weren't sharing the information. I, so he only I saw Luke. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, he only saw old Luke with the Jedi robes when he was in the theater watching the movie. And that's yeah. why you didn't see that figure come around until the next wave with The Last Jedi. Right. Yeah, the, oh, the, the, the other impression I got from that was just in general, like they maybe did know some stuff that was happening. Like they were maybe aware that... that the Harrison Ford character was going to look like this and Finn's character was going to look like yeah. this and yep. stuff. But they were like, where's Luke? And like, they didn't just didn't know anything about that. Even until early race didn't the movie look and like Daisy. Like, oh, yeah. that's why we probably never got anything about it. All yeah, right. Okay. Well, that's Pretty it, John. Good. That's, that's, that's how I keep up to date with these action figure things. Cause <laughs> we I... should get uh, a guest on the show. That's very, in tune with action figures and stuff like that. I have a debate between them and Lacey about. Well, no, um, yeah. What's going on. I'm just saying, so like, I, I just throw out the yak face thing. I don't even know if he does anything like that. Or if he's ever even had a face reveal or whatever. I don't, I don't know much about that, but I know that when people are talking about the toys and stuff, he's obviously like someone who is really in on that. 
Mm. Um, well, Lacey, thank you for the education. As always, I will check in with you next time I need to know what's going on because I am oblivious when it comes to action figures. If they're not <laughs> Power of the Force jacked up, 1995 action figures um all right so thanks everybody for listening and watching we hope you like this uh we do this once in a while we do all ask the resistance and obviously the patreon padres great job andrew and of course uh, a little open chat there at the end we hope you enjoy um but we hope everyone had a great halloween make sure you do subscribe to the show like Lacey said before wherever your preferred platform is uh um a special uh thank you to everyone who's been going to starwarsnewsnet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Lacey actually started writing more uh, on there as yeah. well regarding these very action figures. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, writing and editing at StarWarsNewsNet.com, and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies. Uh, next up is Happy Gilmore. Uh, James? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Meyer Trunks. Lacey? People could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. All right, we will be back on Thursday... Uh, we talked about her a little before, maybe a little bit more about Ahsoka Tano, and we'll just leave it at that, but it should be a good one. So enjoy your weeks. Happy November, everybody. Book of Boba Fett comes out next month, technically, and uh, a big month for our very own Lacey Gillerin coming up here. So uh, we'll see you guys Thursday morning right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. <laughs>